Welcome to the Small Business Show. Join us as we have candid conversations with entrepreneurs and experts in the industries to uncover the wisdom and strategies for running a successful business. The Small Business Show is the official podcast of Garuda Promo and Branding Solutions. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Swai. You can also call me Propomo Guy. Today, we have Julia Broad, founder and self-publishing service firm Book Launcher, and Amazon overall number one best-selling author. Julia knows how what it takes to have a successful self-published book in her popular YouTube channel, booklaunch.tv. And he also has a hashtag, uh, which is no boring books, help nonfiction authors write and market books people want to read. How are you doing, Julie? Great. Thanks for having me. Would you mind to give us a quick bio? And I especially want to ask you about how you got from a successful real estate investor into self-publishing book uh, company. <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny because as much as my background isn't publishing, I feel like everything I have done to date set me up perfectly to run the company uh, in a way that you couldn't have prescribed, you know, knowing that this is what I would do in the future. But I always wanted to be a writer as a young girl. And I actually was published, I think at eight years old, I started getting short stories published. Wow. But then somebody told me writers don't make money. So I went to business school and then I did an MBA <laughs> and started investing in real estate in 2001. Um, but that's actually what got me back into writing and eventually into writing a book about real estate uh, because I started investing in real estate and didn't have money. And I was a student, so I had to raise funds and the banks wouldn't loan me money. So I ended up doing a lot of kind of tough deals that made for really great stories, not such fun experiences. And I started writing a newsletter and bit by bit that actually got me uh, a bit of a platform in Canada at the time. I live in Los Angeles now, but at the time I was in Canada. And uh, and I started talking to a few publishing companies, which like kind of lit up that young writer. <laughs> you know, oh my goodness, I actually could write a book. And uh, I got serious with Wiley and we went back and forth on a specific book deal for three months and they'd given me the book idea. So I actually thought this was uh, like, I was getting the deal, but they ended up telling me that I didn't have a strong enough marketing platform to sell books. So they kind of kicked me down and, you know, hurt my ego. And I felt like I still needed to write a book at that point and self-publishing was an option that was in front of me. And so I dove into it with a bit of a vengeance. I kind of thought, you know, I'm going to do it better than if Wiley had actually given me that book deal. And I, I self-published the book, the original idea that I had for them that they told me wouldn't sell. And then by the author, they also told me wouldn't sell enough books. And I took that book to number one on Amazon. So number one overall is a print book. I had a Dan Brown, I had a Game of Thrones, you know, selling thousands and thousands of copies. And it was a niche uh, nonfiction real estate book. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's it's interesting. I, and there, the company that you have right now, Book Launcher, not only do you help them uh, write books, you, you coach them how to market it. And then I think the ultimate goal that you are helping your clients are, you know, writing a book, the right book, as you call it, can help you grow a business. Can you touch on a little bit more about that? Yeah, for sure. And I think ultimately, that's really what brought me into creating the business is because self-publishing it myself, and then because of the success, a lot of people came to me that had actually had publishing deals, or they tried to self-publish. 
And there's a huge gap in the market. Traditionally published authors get a deal because they've been, you know, the, the whole marketing plan has been vetted. Before you even write a word in nonfiction, typically the traditional publisher is giving you a deal based on the fact that they believe your book is going to sell. Most self-publishing authors write a book and then try to figure out how to sell it. And that's really a huge gap. And so that, as I saw this happening more and more, I realized there was a problem with self-publishing because most people kind of, you know, DIY'd it all the way and didn't know all the things they weren't doing. And by creating this marketing first vision, which is what we do, every stage of our process infuses marketing right from the very first conversation you have with us, which is trying to figure out, okay, who's your ideal reader and what are they going to get from this book, which is ultimately the marketing hook of that book. Uh, you know, that was the gap I saw. And that's really our vision. And also, you know, our part, our hashtag being no boring books, we want your book to not only be something that sells, but something people want to read. <laughs> mm. Well, I think you're right, you know, your niche is, you know, investing in real estate, you know, there could also be a niche, of, you know, baking, right, you know, or, may, yeah. or maybe a photographer who takes wonderful uh, pictures that want to put together a book. But then, like you said, you know, it's an afterthought, and they just want it for themselves, you know, they took the time, maybe, you know, over their, their journey, they, they wrote a book that they're really passionate about, they really haven't thought of, you know, selling it. So what makes a book uh, sell? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a little different for every category of book and every author. But generally speaking, that hook is vital, right? Making sure you know who it's for and what they're going to get out of this, even if you're writing a memoir. And that's a piece a lot of people don't pay attention to. Uh, and so what I mean by who it's for, uh, I'm not talking demographic. A lot of people are thinking, oh, this is for women age 40 or, you know, age 40 to 60. Um, I'm talking like the, the person who has a problem that they need to solve and your book is going to offer that solution. And that's getting, that's really that piece. And that's what's going to make it sell with the added thing of what are you going to do that's a little different? Like, what's your angle on it? That's just that little bit different because there's probably already a book or 100 out in that category. So how are you going to kind of bring a bit of a flair to it? And with my real estate book uh, at the time, because my book came out in 2013, I my spin, if you want to call it that, was me basically telling people, you might not actually want to be a real estate investor because mm -hmm. here's all the things that can go wrong and, you know, you really have to choose the problems you're going to have because I guarantee you're going to have problems. And that was kind of the spin on it versus every other book on the space was like, here's how to get rich in real estate. Right. And I was I was taking a totally different angle, which made it really appealing for realtors and mortgage brokers and a lot of real estate associations to promote because it, it was like down to earth and real and gave people the kind of advice they wanted their clients to get. Okay. So it's kind of like reading a blog, but obviously this is a more uh, lovely. I, I do remember when we first had our initial uh, phone call, you mentioned that, you know, also uh, having a book under your, your belt is a, a true plus than comp you're comparing to having a, a uh, professional degree. Can you, can you recite that example, please? Yeah, I mean, it, that's essentially it. So in most industries, you look around and everybody has the same credentials as you. You all have the same degree, postgraduate degree, whatever it is, same kind of training. So a book, in my mind, is better than a degree because it's the one thing that a lot of your colleagues don't have. And if you're in a circle where everybody has a book, then you absolutely need one, right? <laughs> so it's kind of, it sets you apart. It's better than a degree in many respects in that way, because you've written the book on the subject. Uh, it also really forces you to think. 
do some really good thinking and to figure out how to explain the stuff that you know in a way that will really entertain, hopefully, and educate people and be memorable. Uh, and you don't do that in a day-to-day basis. Like a, creating a book forces you to think about things in the perspective of the person that you most want to impact with it. Yeah, for me, writing blog is difficult enough. I can't even imagine writing a book. But, you know, giving your example, if you don't know two people, two professionals, and if I tell you that one of them has written a book, then right away, you think that, you know, the person who has a book, uh, who took the time and do all the research is better, right, in in terms of status than the other. So I think, you know, especially if you are in a competitive industry, you know, knowing and have have the authority uh, in that industry will probably elevate your level to be where you want to be. Yeah, I mean, I kind of look at it as uh, there's a lot of, you know, I use the Marie Kondo example you know, from recent days. Um, you know, you can hire a home organizer, right? Pay them $40, they'll come in, they'll organize your house, $40 per hour. Um, but if you hire Marie Kondo, you're going to be paying probably $4,000 an hour. So maybe maybe it's not reasonable to think you're going to publish a book and go from the home organizer to Marie Kondo. But even if you can add a zero and now be a $400 an hour home organizer, that that is the power of a book because somebody reads your book and goes, I need this person, right? They're sold on it. It shortens the sales cycle of your service or your product in a lot of cases. And that's tremendously valuable. Yeah, not only that, you could probably get book more speaking engagement, you know, you could go on, you know, shows and uh, just because you have a book, you could, you know, I have a, I have a contact, she wrote a book in uh, customer service, and then she's in the hospitality industry. And actually, with her book, she is able to book more uh, appointment with hotel chains, because, you know, she had written a book about customer service, and now she's the expert. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> it's funny because a lot of speaking events they don't say uh, have you written a book. They say what books have you written on the subject you're going to talk about. So yeah, it's it's kind of a necessity for some. And one of my one of my colleagues from the real estate days, he branched out and started doing these big HR conferences. And he said the first requirement they have before he's allowed to pay a speaker is they've written a book. Um, mm-hmm. Now that was that was HR specifically he said they had to have a book on the subject before he could even consider them to go on the stage. Okay. Let's say we are now considering it. So can you tell us a little bit more about the self-publishing methods? Like how much is it capital intensive uh, to do or how much marketing knowledge do I have to do to know in order to self-publish a book? Yeah, it depends on how you're going to do it, which is part of why I started Book Launchers, because we're going to do the whole, we're going to project manage the whole process for you. And really, you show up with your expertise, and you can either work with one of our writing coaches to get coached through writing it, or you can work with one of our writers to get assisted through writing it. And so you're not expected in many ways, we're doing it like a traditional publisher would. So we've got all the editors, the designers, the researchers, the copywriters, all those pieces, uh, except for the big thing, a lot of people think if they get a traditional deal, that they think the traditional publishers actually market your book. But again, remember why I got turned down from Wiley is they didn't think I was going to sell enough books, right? It wasn't like, oh, we don't think we're going to sell enough of your books. <laughs> so you do have to have marketing expertise or be ready to hire it out. Um, and every piece of the process is going to require you to hire somebody. Um, some pieces you might be able to do, but there's I haven't met a human yet who has the mind and the capability to do everything because it's editing, it's graphics design, you know, like there's so many different pieces that are required to go into a book. Uh, you're not going to be able to do them all exceptionally well. There's it's just not the way our brains are made. So you're going to be hiring certain pieces. So there's going to be an investment. 
But how you do that investment and where you put your investment is a choice you make depending on your goals. Okay. So what type of people and professional would you recommend to should consider selling a book? You know, like you said, it's not for everyone, but obviously there's a uh, clear advantage with that. So how would you advise and, you know, talk to client when they have the idea of maybe I should write a book about that? Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, I dive into who, who's your audience and what, what's your overall goal with your book? So those two pieces are really important because if they don't match up, so if your goal is, for example, to be a big paid, like a highly paid keynote speaker, but your stuff, your subject is on child and parent estrangement, um, you're going to have a really big gap in there. Like there's not a lot of who's paying for these talks. It's primarily corporations. So why would a corporation bring you in to talk about parent child estrangement? Right. Versus if you have this really cool, innovative way to build teams so that a company is more profitable and more successful with fewer people. Well, now you have a benefit to those corporate paying the corporate paying clients who might want you to come in and do these talks and do workshops. So you have to make sure that your audience is a match for your goal. So that's the first thing. Because you may have a great book, uh, but it might not be the book to achieve the goal that you want. And so that's the first piece that I dive into, because I want to make sure that the goal that you think you've got is achievable with the audience that you're targeting. Um, so that's the first place. Okay. Yeah, that's good to know. It's it's just like any thing in marketing, you know, you got to know who you're writing it for. Do they really want to read the material. And then again, you have to ask yourself, is this something that I wanted to spend time, uh, commitment and some money into it. So I think it, you know, it's, it's just another business decision. I, I like to think of it. Yeah. And I mean, it also depends on your business. So uh, like some people might not sell thousands of books, but you know, if you generate each book, you know, maybe you sell a hundred books and it generates two $20,000 consulting fees. I mean, you've more than made up your book. And so the cool thing about books that a lot of people don't think about is it's monetized marketing. And I'm not telling you to write a fluffy book that is you know, not valuable. I want you to pour your heart and your expertise into this book. So people who read it go, you have to read this, right? You, I want you to create value and deliver value in your book, which I actually think leads to this even better. But it's monetized marketing because it's going to live in the world and people will buy it and pay and they'll have a commitment to reading it. When they read it, they now have gotten to know you in a really deep, you know, well-known way. If you've done the book, if you've done the book well, and it also is something that lives really long. Like very rarely will people throw a book out. They'll give it to somebody they think can read it. That it'll sit on their shelf, displayed for a while, and you know, when it's done, they might donate it somewhere else. So somebody else might pick it up to read it. So you know, tell me a brochure that does that. <laughs> Yeah, I actually uh, want to give you an example. You know, you can use a, use a book as a promotional product even. I know a, a company, they sell, you know, expensive machines, but then the owner who was the creator of the machine wrote a book, basically a memoir, uh, but, you know, how he put all his efforts of developing the technology, you know, how they grow and expand and then improve the technology. So it, it all condensed in a book. So before people buy that expensive machine, they send them a book as a good gesture, a promotional product right mm -hmm. so people read the book and they really you know like and obviously they learn more about the features and function about the machine so that's actually a, a perfect promotional product for that company just by having the owner uh, written that book 
Yeah, exactly. I, I saw Dave Asprey, the founder of Bulletproof, speak at Traffic and Conversion a few years ago. And he said, he said people who read his book buy two times as many of their products. And I, I'm sure it's because they've now bought into the Bulletproof way of life even more. So, and that's a lower, you know, a, a lower price product than that. So there's lots of value in your in a book being out there in the world if it's done well. Yeah, and I'm seeing a smart uh, business entrepreneur that, you know, they they will redesign the website, kind of like how the book is pointing out all the key phrases, you know, all the techniques. Right now, you can buy this package for, you know, X amount of dollar if you want the true package, right? <laughs> it will cost you three times the amount. So it kind of like if you know and you're smart, you can really bundle it together, then it becomes one of, one of your selling tools, right? The, the book, right? Or you can mm -hmm. have... Uh, five different books who talk about five different modules that you have. So I think, yeah. you know, if you plan it right, you know, there, there's a good, you know, way to make, uh, you know, to be more successful in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, which brings me to a newer technology. We're all talking about blockchain. It's kind of like a trendy word right now. So um, I know that, you know, there might be in the future, there are opportunities for authors using blockchain to profit for the writing. Can you touch on those? Yeah, briefly. Uh, it's So the, the exciting part about it for me is the micropayments aspect. So allowing people to be rewarded for passing books around and for an author to get paid as a book passes around and as people read it. Uh, and also the digital control aspect, because there's DRM, which is digital rights management, which is around right now. Um, any author who uploads to Amazon has to make the decision of whether to turn it on or off. Um, hackers can get through that really easy. So I generally just tell people to turn it off because it makes the user experience better to not have DRM on and hackers are going to break it anyways and distribute your ebook on mass. So blockchain gives you more protection. It gives you more rights management over the book. Um, and then it gives you the micro payments. So there's lots of opportunities. There's, it's not mainstream yet. And it's, so it's, it's a cool kind of exciting thing. There's some authors testing it. Um, there's one company in Montreal in Canada. Um, I think they're, their technology is called BookChain. And so they're starting to test out some ebook things and they've got an ebook library. Uh, so it's up and coming, but we're not there yet where it's something that the everyday uh, author has to worry about or get excited about even. Hmm, okay. Uh, finally, I, I want to ask you if you can share some success story, how, you know, uh, people that you work with or client uh, that are able to use uh, the, the book that they self-published to get to the next level. Yeah. I mean, first, I, I'd love to kind of just say when my book came out, two things happened that I didn't expect. Um, the first was I started raising money for our real estate deals. And I hadn't intended that, right? I wrote the book telling people all the horrible things we'd done wrong. I never in a million years thought that would make people want to invest with us. <laughs> but it did. Uh, and then the other thing was that uh, we had a real estate training and education company at the time. And the sales cycle shortened dramatically for our $10,000 a year mastermind that we had, you know, previously it would take months for people to sign. And it changed to this situation where people were calling us up trying to sign up, and we knew nothing about them. So it, 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 those things I consider massive successes, even though it went to number one on Amazon. So that was a huge, you know, that was really, really cool, especially for my ego after Wiley had told me I couldn't sell books. But, <laughs> but for me, those business developments are really exciting. And those are the things I generally like get really excited for our clients. Um, and then we have some clients whose goal was to get a traditional publisher for a very specific reason. 
And we've had two of them now that have landed their dream publisher after, you know, we've put the book together. One published the book and then got the publisher. The other one got it after we had finished finished the book and they showed it to the publisher and got their deal. So that those are big successes because that was perfect for the client. Um, and then we've had others that their speaking engagement fees have gone up. Right. That to me is a huge, huge win is, you know, you're getting $5,000 and all of a sudden you're getting 12,500 like, <laughs> because yeah. you've got a book on the subject. That's a great win for me. So I get excited about those things or even the little things like where people say, uh, you know, I'm getting calls from strangers now that I've changed their life because they read my book. Um, that also is a really big win for me. So those, those things are all great successes. Yeah. Good to end So how do I get started? You know, like we like the idea, you know, we know there's work, right? There's a lot of different things that involve. So how would you begin uh, to start a process like this? And uh, if we, the listener want to get in touch with you, Julie, what would be the best way? Yeah, the, the, the answer to that question is basically the same thing. So we have this really great workbook that you can download for free. Uh, and it will walk you through the seven steps to prep for writing that book. It basically is all the questions of who your book is for and all of the benefits to create your hook. You can get that at booklaunchers.com forward slash the, forward slash the number seven, uh, seven books, seven, seven steps, sorry, <laughs> I just blanked on it. The number seven steps, we'll make sure you have the link. Uh, and and that will is also, you get an email from us, you can hit reply to that and that will get to me. So that's a great way to get in touch with, with us and, and myself. Okay, I'll definitely include the link in there. You know, since good opportunities got to be, it's on the bucket list for me. But you know, it's difficult. I know, and but I could, I took, I could totally see the, you know, the rewards on there. You know, there are so many opportunities that you open up now. Your published offer, you know, for PR standpoint, for marketing standpoint, for this, like you said, for the sales cycle, is so much easier. You know, even you know, with my little podcast that I have, I can tell people now. I I own a podcast. You know now. Uh, you know, you can come onto the show and talk to me and it's a lot easier than if I just, you know, come in and with uh, nothing, right? So by having a book, more commitment, but then the reward is, is I think it's a lot higher. So Julie, uh, thank you so much. I'll definitely include your link in there and, uh, you know, good luck to you and for your success. Yeah, thanks. It's great to connect with you.